Hi, this is Jack Tester. I'm here with another episode, another edition of Leadership Lounge. I am in Huntington Beach, California. We just wrapped up our Leadership Spotlight event. It was an outstanding event. And we had a closing presentation from a gentleman by the name of Vin Gian. How you doing? Good. And you said that so well, it's as if you're Asian. I love it. <laughs> well, people don't know. You're Australian. Yes. But with a great Australian accent, but you don't look yeah. Australian to well, me. Well, get this. Uh, my background is Vietnamese. I was born in Australia. My wife is Malaysian, and we now live in the USA. So my son, who's just born, is definitely a mutt. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's a well, mix of everything. And that would explain <laughs> the faint purple hair. Yes. Right? Clearly, that's what that is. All right. Yeah. Well, well hey, and you also are the... Uh, the owner and the founder of a company called 52 Cards. Yeah. Why don't you tell us briefly what 52 Cards is, but I want to talk about other things too. But sure. Go ahead. It's an online platform that teaches magic tricks. And we've just found a way to make teaching magic more engaging than just learning it from books. And how many people are learning magic from you online? Just over 920,000 now. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, worldwide. I have to give a big shout out to um, one of the co-founders there, Assad as well. He's, he's incredible and he, he, he built the majority of it. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you came to us not just to do magic because you did, you know, you did about an hour closing presentation. You did a handful of very cool tricks or illusions or whatever you want to call them, uh, tricks of influence or whatever you're doing there. Call them illusions. When you okay. say tricks, it's very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I, that's, that's awesome. I won't use that again. <laughs> but, uh, but you also reinforced this message we had on leadership. And I want to talk about... Um, some of the things that, that you spoke of, of here, and also maybe go a little deeper into yeah. some of the things. So you had mentioned to me, one of the things you had talked about, um, you had three keys, and we'll talk about each key, mm. right? That you talked, that, and you used magic illusions to, to reinforce these key messages that are really all about leadership. Yeah. Really all about growth, having a growth mindset. Yeah. And the first you had talked about was power perspective. That's right. So why don't you give us a little update or a, a little overview of what that meant, but you also had a special yeah. point of view on that, that that maybe will really resonate with the folks on this listening to this podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I believe that if we try to do everything by ourselves with one perspective our own, then you're going through life literally just on your own shoulders. Okay. Whereas there's, there's, there's a great quote by Isaac Newton who says right? we should stand on the shoulders of giants. So to me, my entire perspective module that I spoke about is Imagine what you're capable of if you collaborated with other human beings. Okay. Because they have a world of knowledge. And, and one of my friends says, says that, I want to live a thousand years. I'm like, what the hell? What are you talking about? And he goes, every time I read a book, if it took 10 years to write, I've just lived an extra 10 years. So to me, there are so many perspectives okay. out there in life. Uh-huh. And if we use those perspectives and, right. and bring those perspectives into our lives, we'll see things we don't often see. Right. Opportunities, new ways to solve our problems. Right. Right. Well, you had, we had talked at this meeting was all about developing a, a high-performing, a healthy leadership team, mm. which is the very definition of multiple perspectives. Yeah. Is that right? So that was part Absolutely. of our, our message that you just came in at the end and really reinforced. But, yeah. but what about what perspective uh, in, in your careers is, was helpful as you grew 52 cards? Yeah. When, I, when we just started out our company, we were, when I was in my mid-20s, we were about half a million dollars in debt. Okay. And then one of our friends came over who's a plumber. And he was sitting there on the couch with us as we were watching a magic show. And he says to us, I've got an idea. He made your money disappear. Didn't he? <laughs> no, no, no. He did do some of that yeah. at points. Yeah. It's very expensive. But he said to us, um, we're watching this magic show. And he goes, oh, um, I'm going to Google how the gentleman on the TV show did that trick. How did he put the cards in the, in the bottle? 
So he, then he starts Googling that and he finds an explanation for it. And he says to us, why don't you guys download every single episode of every magic show out there in the world, find out before they air, and then buy the Google AdWords for the tricks that the magician performs. Meaning I'm buying the ads for the very show that people are about to watch. And then people might Google, how does he saw the woman in half? How does he? So we're buying AdWords specifically to the show, specifically to the city where it was aired. Uh-huh. And for people who know online business might be able to relate, but it's, he taught us how to find our customers for $1.50. Oh. Before oh. it cost us $80 plus to find one customer. He gave us an idea that allowed us to find a customer for less than a dollar. I get it. Yeah. So that perspective of, so you weren't trying to figure out the magic or anything. You were actually trying to find people that would subscribe to your... After watching the show, and by, by, by me watching the show first, I know what they will Google. So, so what happened? What, what, was, what resulted in that? that? That's how we made our first million bucks online. From a, from yep. a perspective? From one perspective. Of a plumber. Of a plumber. Friend of yours. That we adore. And, and, and it just goes to show that we should always listen. Yes. And I think that's one of the most important things for leaders is you never know where the next million dollar idea is about to come from. Right. And if you don't listen, you'll never hear it. Yeah. And you weren't expecting that that I day. Did. We, we, did. we bought him a, ro- a gold Rolex. So uh, he's <laughs> very happy. Really? Yes, we did. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. He was very happy with that. And, uh, then, but then he wanted more. So <laughs> <laughs> then he's dead to you, right? Yeah. In no, the- no. He's, he's literally dead now. We made him disappear. No, I'm oh, kidding. No. No, but um, he's a very dear friend and... And again, it just, I think it just shows the importance of collaborating and listening right. to other perspectives. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, you, so you had three things that you really reinforced in your message to us today. Yes. The first was this power of perspective, uh, perspective yeah. right? Looking outside of yourself. And you showed a magic trick that on the camera, the, the view you showed, it looked impossible yeah. or a real illusion. Then you showed the same trick with another camera angle, and it was just clear what you had done Mm. right and so we saw and that that was kind of how you reinforce that message right and it's just to remember success sometimes look like looks like magic but it's not behind every single success there's a methodology right and you'll find that the common thread there is people tend to work together with others right they tend to succeed more that's awesome right so this power perspective yeah um your second one i'm not going to introduce it one because you really leaned into this one a lot yeah so talk about that one well, to me, when I learned this lesson, which is really about influence, and, and the core of the message is that you are the direct reflection of the top five people you spend time with. Right. And as you hear this on the podcast, just let that sink in, because you've heard it before. Yeah, Your that's, not, that's not new. It's not new. Your parents have told you. Right. Hang around with the wrong kids now, right? And that's who you become. So to me, but, but I never really applied that lesson to my business and my life okay. professionally. Okay. I never thought, oh, I want to build my communication skills. I should bring in a communication coach. I want to build my accounting and bookkeeping ability. I should go and, and see someone to actually coach me in that area. I never thought of it pragmatically like that. I never knew that who I spent time with today has an influence on who I become in the future. Right. We hear it in passing, and it's one of those things where you go, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. But then you do nothing with it. Right. And here's the deep insight that we get to jump into because we have a little bit more time, and it's that the top five people you spend time with literally determine your potential. Okay. Yeah, nice pause there. For <laughs> well, I, was, I, like I was just <laughs> letting that sink in because it's real, right? And, and you, you told, and I want you to repeat this because you talked about 
you wanted to be a, a magician. Yeah. And you wanted to um, be a public speaker. Yeah. Right? And you wanted to learn how to become a great public speaker. Yeah. And you were hanging around with magicians and software coders, it sounded yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of which were even good conversationalists, much less good speakers, <laughs> is how you kind of said it, right? Yeah. So you were doing all this training. You went to this trainer. He taught you how to do ling- linguistics or whatever it was. And yeah. you were talking. And, and still, two years later, it wasn't working. You weren't a polished speaker. Yeah. So you told a story of how you actually, and you were very good, by the way. Oh, I mean, you were you. awesome, yeah, right? I'm going to have to wear a neck brace after that comment. <laughs> My yeah. head has grown. No. Well, what was it? I'm going to go back to something else you said. Uh, the lessons that put you on the pedestal, not yeah. yourself, but I'll go back to that. Yeah, 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 sure. All right. So tell us how you actually really lived into this idea of surrounding yourself with people of influence in the proper way. Well, like you said, I really wanted to be a speaker, and I pursued that dream of mine for two or three years with no success. And I, I don't half-ass things. I give my all when I do it. So I was shocked that after two and a half, three years, I, I had no speaking career. But then that's again when my mentor, David Griggs, he reminded me the age-old wisdom that we just spoke about. You're the direct reflection of the top five people you spend time with. He goes to me, where's the speaker in your top five, you idiot? And I was like, oh, it's so true. Different perspective often painful right. to hear. Right. So then I, I thought, that's so silly. It's such a stupid mistake. So I, I, I went online. I found a speaker that I admired. And, you know, didn't long, know this guy. Didn't walk into him. Didn't just, know him. Just no. watched his videos online and thought, I have to get myself to one of his events. So I went to his event, fell in love with this guy. He was just so inspirational and tried to get in touch with him, tried to bring him to my top five, which was so hard because the guy's worth 500 million and I couldn't get him in my top five. But I didn't give in and I didn't give up and I didn't forget the power of this lesson. So I mentioned that in the talk, I actually bought a thousand of his books and I sent him a photo of it with me and of his books and and you know we became best friends now. We, but we you were you were emailing him every, every eight, eight days. days. Yeah, for six months. For six months, not with even no kidding. response. No. Well, he's busy, and his secretary just doesn't. She filters all of them out. I yeah. don't know. Then he blocked you, which is so strange, don't you think? Not really. No, he got purple <laughs> hair, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Slightly scary. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's awesome. But you, you 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 found him, and then. But this is the thing. The moment I found him, we had a one-hour conversation, and within one hour. I knew exactly where I went wrong because I was speaking to someone who's done it before. Right. They had that, and they had the great perspective, right? Yeah. And then we became great friends. We met every Sunday, every Sunday just talking to him without even talking about the speaking business. I was able to be influenced by his communication skills. I was influenced by his, his demeanor, his word choice. And before I knew it, I was speaking different. You're acting that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's like when you spend time with a new friend and they have a certain slang they use and you catch yourself out saying it. You're like, right. Wow, I can't believe I just said right. that. Right. It's real. This power of influence is so real. I bet. Did, the, the stupid question. He become a magician? No. No? <laughs> it didn't work that way, huh? He, he said to me, Vin, can I tell you what I think of magicians? Magic is the most fraudulent way to get attention. I was like, that is so true. That is so damn true. Really? Yeah. I could think of a lot more fraudulent ways. But oh, maybe, okay. <laughs> I guess it's through deception. Is that what he meant? Yeah. He, no, he okay, loves it I got it. Every it's time I perform magic around him, his kids love me and he gets jealous. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so you really lived into this idea of, of your top five determined. And, and you had a saying, and I'm not going to get it right, that, that your top five people today determined. What was, it? What was that about yeah, tomorrow? So, so who you spend time with today 
will determine who you become in the future. That's right. Yeah. So, to, so again, choose wisely. And then this talks to a very important point. There is one person right now in, the pers- in your life, in my life, in the, you listening right now, that you shouldn't be spending so much time with. Someone that is damaging your business. Someone that is hurting your personal or professional life that we need to spend less time with. But this is not a popular topic to talk about because people fear this. But I think we should talk about it because yeah. it is so important yeah. that we distance ourselves from these people who don't bring out the best in us. Right. And we all have one person. And if you can't think about that, who that one person is, that probably means it's you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that at church once. Wow, that is... Uh, That's profound. Because I'm, I'm sitting look, here... Look, I'm, I'm not. I can think of plenty. So uh, <laughs> no, I can think of plenty of people to blame. I couldn't. That was problems. <laughs> oh, I think, oh gosh, scary. everything begins with you and me, right? So, uh, no, that's awesome. But no. that's the thing. I mean, it's I so just, true. Just be conscious of that because it, they exist and, you know, it's, it's important to realize that. Yeah, and that's really, you know, the, the power of, of an organization like Nexstar is that Great people are attracted there, and you come and you get this opportunity to mix it up with, with highly motivated, highly successful people that have a different perspective. It's an elite group, and that's, and that's always been a lure and an attraction and a benefit of, of, of associations like Nexstar. And, and can I tell you one brilliant thing as well? Um, I had your facilitators, Keith. He invited me to sit in on your sessions. Yes. So I experienced Nexstar. Right. And I sat next to a few people, and I can tell you something amazing that happened is on the table where there was clearly one person who was a bit negative. At your table? Yeah. And I can tell you, not at my, well, in the one right next to me, and I can tell you that this experience changed them. It shared a new perspective with them. And I saw the transformation. Oh, really? Because this person thought he, he was a p- particular color of personality. He, he clearly didn't really get along with everyone. But learning what he learned today gave that, I, I saw that person go and just achieve this level of empathy that without the knowledge they gained here at Nexstar, yeah. he wouldn't have had that empathy. Yeah. And I saw everybody else have empathy for him. Right. And it was such a beautiful moment that when I sat there I, and I witnessed, I was like, wow. How cool. You're, you're making those people that otherwise people would have gotten rid of them. Yeah. Now right. they're becoming a contributing member of the team. Right. Wow. And just so as long as we're on the subject of perspective, let me make sure we share this. We did a thing called color code training. Yes. And it wasn't about color. It was about no. color code. Right? <laughs> yes, so let's, everyone's going to get sure. that here. But I want to make sure that this yeah. guy was uh, either red or blue or white or yellow, which yeah. is corresponding to a core motive. A core motive. Life. And that's what we trained yeah. this morning, right? So about how to get other perspectives and how to, how to work within that. And it was incredibly valuable. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was a great thing. And if you don't go to this event, you've got to come. Seriously, Thank you're you. out there and, and, and you're, you're doing business by yourself and you don't come, you got to come. As yeah. a speaker, I learned so much. So Did you? Sincerely. And, and, and I just want to say that next time, didn't even pay me for this saying this. <laughs> this it's is cool. completely true. Because Thank you. It was amazing. Thank you so I much. I genuinely and sincerely loved it. That makes it that, that, that's important to hear. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. So that's, we got two things here. We got power yeah. perspective. Mm-hmm. And then you talked about this idea of influence that you're the, uh, you're where you go is a direct reflection of the top five people you're spending time with. Yeah. And to be mindful of that, that there's one person in your life potentially mm-hmm. that, that you should spend a little less time with that's maybe influencing you in a, in a way that's not in your best interest. And when you do, you just watch yourself soar. Yeah, right, right. That's yeah. awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. What's the third? It's about beliefs. All right, talk and about it. 
you know, the, the common question magicians get often is because we, we do some things that um, are, are fairly impressive, seem pretty cool. They were um, cool. Might I say so myself? I, but, I'm, um, so I'm going to stop you here. <laughs> it was really cool yeah, that thank you, you did. So if anyone gets an opportunity to see you, they should do it because it, it was a great, I'm going to call it show. Yeah. Good presentation. Please do. Right. No, but I mean, people often ask magicians the question, well then, you know, how do magicians create the impossible? Now, I might be asking a magician or I might be asking an entrepreneur. How do these entrepreneurs, against all odds, create the impossible? And to me, it all begins with beliefs. Because I had to first believe that I could do it. Otherwise, I would have never gone on the journey. And when you pull it all back and you look at it at its core, it's, it's your beliefs dictate your actions. Right. That's what your beliefs do. Right. So to me, it's about making sure that you fundamentally give the belief that anything is possible the benefit of the doubt. Because even if I get to the end of my life and I, the, the big being, the almighty, he, he looks at me and he goes, no, anything wasn't possible in life, I still would be glad I lived my life with that belief. Right, right. That's there are so many things that I've done in my life that I would have never done if I didn't just give the possibility, the benefit of the doubt. That, that, is, um, that was very inspiring. And we had talked at the beginning of this meeting about this idea of beliefs and a belief is a sense of certainty, right? And we talked about this idea that, that, that we have these stories we tell ourselves, these limiting beliefs yeah. about what we're, what's possible in our life, about what's possible in business. And maybe we even have those about what's possible for the people around us mm, in our business, absolutely. right? That we kind of shortchange them and we don't even give them the benefit of that doubt, mm. right? And yep. so you talked about that. And one thing you talked about is the impossible. And you had talked about you take a step. Yeah. And tell us, why don't you fill that out a little bit more? Because that, was, that, was, that hit me really well. Yeah, look, I mean, I, th- I think when you, anytime you look at any kind of task or any kind of goal that you have that appears to be impossible, it's overwhelming. So when you just look at it, you get, no, I can't do that. It's not possible. But then what happens is you take the first step. You just take the first step and just believe it can be done. That's the first step. And when you take the first step and you're on the journey, what's interesting is then the second step appears. Yes. And you stick to it. Even if things get hard, stick, stick at it. And because you stay on the journey and because you keep an open heart and an open mind, you ask people for help yeah. and they have a different perspective and they go, oh, there's the third step. Yeah. And you take the third step. Right. And before you know it, a journey of a thousand steps, beginning with one, before you know it, you're at step 999 and they're about to take your step 1000. Yeah. It's true and it happens. That's awesome. All the time. Yeah, you pulled off, uh, not pulled off, you'd done in a... What would you call the book? Is that an illusion, the book thing? No. Absolutely, Okay. Yes. So yes. you had these three huge books, and yeah. you had this guy open a book up, wanted to pick one of the three big, big novels, and, yeah. and pick a random word, and you guessed the random word, yeah. and it, which seemed like this is weird. Yeah. But then you actually described this arduous journey it took you to get halfway there. That's all we learned. Yeah, right? yeah. I didn't give not, you the full step. Not the, otherwise, not the full step. Otherwise, magicians would hunt me down. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But it, it seemed impossible. Yeah. And even after you took the first step, it seemed like there's still a long way to go. But you could kind of see it opening up as you described that process for, for creating that illusion. Let, let me distill it down for all the, all the listeners right now. And it's a great quote by a magician named Teller from Penn and Teller. Uh-huh. Teller's the mute one who actually speaks. And he's very intelligent. And he says that magic is just someone spending more time on something than anybody would reasonably expect. And you can take that anywhere can't you yep building a great business and a magical business excuse the pun is just someone like the most successful business you have in the room right now right you're one of your one of your members they've just spent more time on developing their leaders than anybody would reasonably expect 
Right. They've just spent more time on investing in their people than anybody would reasonably expect. That's all that it is. And so, you know, if just to use that for the for the contractors, the home service companies listening to this, that is kind of boiling down the essence of success yeah. in your market. Just saying, I'm going to be more obsessive, more focused, more dedicated to achieving results, developing people than the guy down the street. Yep. And that's, it's not going to be software. It's not going to be some razzle-dazzle marketing thing. It's just doing that, right? Which is what you did, yeah. right? Which is why it looks so unbelievably impossible to us. But to you, it's like, ah, I just practiced it. Yeah. Right? But that's all that it is. That's it should, don't, don't think of it as a mysterious, weird quality that some people have and you don't. You do. Yes. Mastery is something we all can achieve. Right. Right. That's, that's, uh, that's awesome. Right. Now, the other thing that you said that I really want you to talk about, um, so those are the three, uh, the three key things, power perspective, uh, the, the influence, power of influence, mm. and then this idea of beliefs dictating actions, right? And having these, believing the impossible, and even if you don't get it, what's the harm, mm. right? Just start moving toward it one step at a time. And then you had a real humbling statement that I loved, right, about the pedestal. Why don't you talk about that? Because I thought that was yeah. great. Right? Cause, My mom. Because I can tell you <laughs> that this isn't a, it's easy, I would think, in your perspe- pers- pers- uh, profession yeah. to get a big head. Oh, yeah. To absolutely. get the applause. And I've, yeah. not that I see it universally, but I see it. No, I see it too. You know, in speakers. I fear it. <laughs> you know, tell me, what, tell me what you do to make sure that you don't well, succumb to it. It's my mom. So once I became a speaker, my mom knew the profession I was getting in and she started seeing me get a big head and she realized Did that. she? Oh, absolutely. She, she could see that, that it is ego and arrogance that is the quickest destroyer of potential out there. And so she would often say to me, she would go, son, listen, I want you to hear this. I want you to etch this into your soul that there is absolutely nothing in this world amazing about you. And it crushed me. I was like, well, that's very demotivational, mom. Thank you for that. <laughs> and, then, and then she goes, no, no, no. I want you to hear me. The most amazing thing about you are the lessons that have made you who you are. So when you go out there and you talk and you speak to people, never put yourself on the pedestal. You put the lessons that have made you who you are on the pedestal. Because if you can learn them, so can every single other human being. And she'll add this to it. She'll go, because you know what? You and that person there, you and that person next to you, you and the person across from you, you're all made of the same ingredients. Mm. And that's if you can keep that in your head. Yeah. Right? That it's all the, the contribution of, of your parents, the contribution of the, of the top five people. Yeah. And, the, and as they come, kind of come and go in your life, and I'm sure that occurred. Um, it's, it's so you don't get the big head. And, and, and we said here at this meeting that extraordinary leadership ends the day you decide you've learned enough. The day you've decided that I've got enough, I've, I'm, I've arrived, now it's up to everybody else you know, to catch up to me, that's the day that, that really ego takes over. Yeah. Of uh, the bad egos, that is. So, Completely um, agree. You know, great perspectives. What else, um, anything else you'd like to share? Look, I think the final thing I'd love to leave everybody okay. with is I speak of standing on the shoulders of giants. There Do you know that was our theme last year? What? On the Shoulders of Giants was next. I wrote a book called On the Shoulders of Giants. I am wow. not. This is. I not thought even you, set I, up. <laughs> I thought you were actually throwing me a bone here. But no. I wrote a book I about Nexstar's history wow. in our 25th year called On the Shoulders of Giants. 
And we talk, and that was Do you know thematic. How often I say that. I say that all the this time. This is awesome. It's like we're related. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm Norwegian, yeah. but well, you know, well, and you I, never and know. I got silver hair, but you know. <laughs> no, but look, let me say. I mean, okay, so I'll, I'll give you a bit of context for this. Okay. I was again. I told you I was in my mid twenties, and um, it was half a million dollars in debt, depressed. Um, okay. You know, horrible thoughts crossed my mind, and, and my dad comes into my investment property garage where I was set up. And he says to me, stand up, boy. And I was like, oh, great, one of these. And he, says to me, and he says to me, why did you lose? Why do you think you've lost? And I was like, I don't know, Dad, tell me. And he says, all right, it's because you don't have enough soldiers in your army. And I was like, great, Confucius crap. Thanks, Dad, very helpful. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> you're Vietnamese, not Chinese, Damn Dad. it, Dad, exactly. Right. Confucius, China, not Vietnamese. <laughs> and then he goes, all right, son, listen. Every time you read a book, that author now stands behind you in your army willing to fight for any cause you desire in your life. You've read 50 books. You've got 50 soldiers in your army. The battles you're fighting in business requires you have an army of 1,000. You're losing because you don't have enough soldiers in your army. Build your damn army. Gave me his credit card, the one that my mom didn't know about, and told me, buy books and read. Okay. And the more you read, the more you stand on the shoulders of giants, the more you will achieve. And I kid you not, as I started to read more, what I realized was that, yes, there are things that I cannot do now. So as you're listening to this, there are things you cannot do now, yes. But that is not a permanent judgment. That is with the current army that you have now. But as you build that army, you can fight bigger battles, you can win bigger wars, right? Horrible analogy, but, but I think it's a beautiful analogy because as I built my army, I've been able to conquer battles in my life that I never dreamed of being able to conquer. Yeah, that seemed insurmountable yeah. as a 25-year-old. But, right? but, but now as I, I stand on stage, people go, where do you, does your confidence come from as you do all these different things? It's because I've got over 1,000 soldiers in my army, and I'm not standing up there by myself. I've started reading profusely. So my friends, as you listen to this, you can achieve anything you desire. If you think you can't, it's just because you don't know how. Not because you can't. It's because you don't know how. That's awesome. And we live in a world now where the knowledge is right there. Right, right. That's awesome. Well, I tell you, this has been a treat. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, Great presentation, great talk. Thank you. Great minds think alike on the shoulders of giants. We <laughs> love that. That's yes. awesome Thank so much. You. So let's, let's make sure people, if they want to find out more about you, they can. Vin Gian, yeah. uh, 52 Cards yep. is your business. Is that yes. right? Yep. And that's where they can find out more about you, more about what you do? Yeah, just... Search me on Facebook or YouTube and you'll find all my videos. And I talk a lot about the lessons that I learned, not just magic. I share all the wonderful lessons that I learned with um, people as I travel the world. So, Well, I've got a new soldier in my army. Yeah? That's you. Oh, so right. Thank you, man. Thank you. I've learned so much from you. And I sure appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. All right. And thank you all for listening to another episode here of Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Tester. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much.